What's life all about? It's amazing how we ask this question when we're really much older and don't really think about it when we're younger. And we question how far we've gotten in life and where we have potentially failed. In reality, I don't see this as failure. I heard a saying once that said, 100 failures in life is 100 lessons learned. And that's how I see it. And I think it's true. But when we look back, we can either laugh, we can cry, and we can even cringe sometimes. But we hopefully know not to repeat those same mistakes again. We need to remind ourselves that we are great. We are kings. We are queens. We can overcome whatever gets thrown our way and bounce back. We need to be our self-confidence that we need. And once we have that, you'll be surprised how easily it rubs off on other people. So let's pass on that positive energy and make it spread like wildfire. And that's it. I didn't bloom until I was 34 years old. <laughs> I, you know, most people, when they think, you know, uh, when someone is a, a teen, you know, uh, late teen, early adult, that's when you bloom, you know, stuff like that. But um, it, it doesn't work that way. Blooming isn't a physical uh, aspect. It's it's a mindset, um, and I feel that when you do bloom, you find your purpose. You know, you you find exactly what you were put on this earth to do, um, and. No, you don't have to have everything in line and in place. But if you know where you're going, that is your God-given right for you to open up your petals and go. A lot of um, what I see and what I went through, when you suppress yourself um or you give the keys the validation keys to people they judge when you are to bloom and most often times it doesn't happen um blooming comes from self uh it's um Maslow's heresy of needs (laughs) Um, to reach self-actualization and that's when everything all these goals are met you know in your life and once you're able to satisfy all those criteria that is when you truly find um, self-autonomy and you're able to find pure happiness Um, but it's not something that you have to go to school for you know a billion years for it's not something of I got the job of my life you know or I have I have children or x y and z you know people can have these things and still be unhappy still be unhappy it is true happiness true joy it comes from within you know it's content it's gratitude it's it's able to see the big picture and all of it, you know, and are you going to have rough days? Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I have rough days all the time, you know, and it is, it's kind of weird because it's just like when you get towards a breakthrough, 
that's when it's the most heavy you know you ever notice that you know you're you're getting close to something and that's when then life wants to attack every single thing around you and if you are not strong enough it will consume you you know and it's okay to wobble it's a whole nother thing you know to not get back up you know so I've fallen quite a few times you know but I had to kind of get back into the mindset of you know God told you what you're supposed to do he didn't say it was going to be easy but he knows you he knows your heart Uh, and that's what God looks after you know finding God or you know it would say what I'm Christian so it's, it's you know being a good Christian you don't necessarily have to go to church to be a good Christian <laughs> you don't have to listen to sermons and you don't have to sing gospel music in order for you to fit the criteria of you being a good Christian God doesn't look for the deeds that you do um, to judge you as to who you are he judges you by the spirit you know he judges you by your heart it can be someone that, that cut, you know, cusses all day, you know, uh, had a horrible past, you know, have done things. And he sees the purity in that person and someone that has been by the book, you know, but their um, their mindset, their intent is not so godly, you know, so it kind of brings you back to the story of um, when you die in a thirst. You know, it's a a song by Kendrick Lamar. It's um, Sing About Me um, slash Dying of Thirst. And towards the end, you know, it's an older lady. She sounds like a grandma. She sounds like, you know, she sounds like you can come over there every Sunday. <laughs> but she says, you know, you need water. You are dying of thirst. And I used to listen to that song all the time. It's still one of my favorite songs. But it holds it holds so true. It's, it's heavy lyrics, you know, because these are the obstacles that people have to go through every day, you know. And the true thing is, is that you're sitting there trying to do all these things, you know. I've had jobs. And I've been to school and I've done, you know, serious projects, following other people in their projects, you know, trying to help everyone else, trying different things. And I still wasn't happy. I still wasn't fulfilled. And that's because I was thirsty. <laughs> you know, we'd be like, oh, you a thirst bucket? I was a thirst bucket for purpose. I didn't have a purpose. So I'm sitting there trying to love everybody else, you know, and trying to uplift everyone else without truly finding what was going to quench me I can't help anyone unless I'm fulfilled the only way for you to become fulfilled is if you really just you know sit down and have a moment with God you know when I first had my breakthrough I literally just had just a bear the soul moment with God. I couldn't take it no more. I cried like a little baby, you know, and I was, I'm telling him, you know, I'm hurt. I'm hurting, you know, I'm in pain and I'm scared. And it took a lot 
to kind of just say things that we think about, but we never really formulate the words in our head for, not the true words. You could feel the feeling, but you, you never really try to acknowledge it because either A, you don't, you know, you don't have the strength to even deal with it or you're scared to deal with it, you know, so I finally released holding on to the grip, you know, of, of trying to just bear it or, you know, trying to just, it's okay, it's just sweeping underneath the rug, tomorrow's a new day. And yeah, you can have a positive outlook all you want and you can have positive eyes around people all you want. But in deep down inside, are you truly full of positivity? Most often than not, some people, it's not that way, you know, and only you know this, you know, so you may try to be, you know, surface level with yourself. And that's the saddest part when you're doing that to yourself, you know, it, it's another thing. It, it's, it's like, okay, yeah, you do that with other people. You know, you don't want to just bear your soul to people, but when you do that with yourself, you literally don't have the identity. You're putting your own identity, you know, under the rug. So, When you're dying of thirst, you're dying of purpose, you know, and God, he wants to speak to you in the spirit from your heart. You know, it is, you try, don't ever try to get validation from other things, um, you know, when innately you have it within you. Innately seems to be the word of the week. I've been hearing that word <laughs> in various various platforms um, this whole week. But it's true. It's, it's naturally in you. Um, but it does bring back the woman at the well. She's dying at thirst. She's so tired. And she didn't even know what she needed. Because you go on day to day doing the same thing. And as long as you're able to cope to the next day without you committing suicide, you know, or something wild then it's okay. Then you're content because it's nothing that's going to give a ripple in your life. You know, if you're still able to do the bare minimum and bare minimum could just be, I'm doing homework with my child, you know, or I went to work, I clocked in, I clocked out, my bills are paid. But are you fully at your zenith, you know, and that's doing the gift that God gave you. When you have a gift and you you can identify what it is, you know, and I'm just now getting to that, um, that gift, you know, I hate writing, but I'm damn good at it. (laughs) I hate writing. I loathe it, but I loathe the process because I'm such a perfectionist, but to really put down what is the, the deepest crevices of your mind onto paper, is something that I've always was able to do. And I have to thank my father for, you know, really cultivating that because my dad was a big grammar police guy. You know, if you said the wrong thing, he's the guy that's like, you're, you're, and you're. <laughs> like, he, he's one of those. Like, But it was proper training that when I write, 
I literally write like I'm writing an essay and I do it through text message. I do it. I write formally all the time, you know, and and a lot of people probably make fun of you about it. Like, you know, why do you sound like that? It's something that I was literally trained to do when I was little, you know, so writing essays and um, reviews and research papers, I can do it. I don't like it, but I can do it. (laughs) Uh -uh, But also psychology you know art I love art you know I like working with my hands and you know things like that and if you could find how to incorporate all those elements the things that you're passionate about you know you're gonna go far if you're able to harness that and and really put all those elements together to make a project to make a difference into someone else's world the sky's the limit you know but in order for you to kind of reach that, you gotta you gotta have uh, conversations with God, you know, because it's not like it's a magic wand and you know exactly what to do. You know, He's gonna give you the blueprint, but He's not gonna give it to you in your hand, you know. And it's one thing that you do have to learn: nothing is, you know, comes that easy. Not your whole life, you know. So. If you, if you know what you want to do, he already has the end game for you. It's just you harnessing a couple of things in order for you to get there. Um, but that's when you truly bloom, you know, um, really hearing him, you know, and yes, you can, you know, read your Bible and, you know, go to church, stuff like that. You can do that. Definitely. It's, it's highly promoted. Is that what's going to guarantee you to do God's purpose? That is that going to guarantee you to give the OK, you know, get the OK from God? No, no, it's not. You can follow everything in the book. Get up there, you know, pass away, get up there and be like, God, I did X, Y, and Z. And he's going to look at you like, I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> but you truly have a a relationship with God, you know, and, and literally as your father, you know, however way you want to look at him, you have a true conversation with him. He's going to talk to you that, you know, he's definitely going to let you know when you're doing something wrong. He's definitely going to let you know when you're doing it right, you know, and not every day is going to be a good day. But he's always there. He, oh, you know, he loves you. Um, but he seeks your heart. I definitely, you know, want to say he he seeks your heart. And I went through a lot of years of crying, you know. And I'm a big mush. I cry over every little thing. <laughs> but you know, I used to cry of, of all the things in the darkness, you know. But now. There's some things that, you know, yeah, they're, they're a bit scary, of course, you know. Um, I don't have as healthy of lungs as I, I'm supposed to have. <laughs> um, but, you know, certain things will make you sad or stuff like that. But I find more often in times now that I have tears of joy. You know, you start talking to God and you're sitting there like, I can't believe you did X, Y, and this, you know, Z for me. You know, you start thinking about your problems and then you start backtracking of where you used to be 
and then you start crying you know I start crying off from off of that <laughs> like this is why you know I could have been I could still be there it could be a lot worse and then you sitting there like oh my god thank you god thank you for doing this to me you know and that's when the waterworks come down again you know so I'm but I'm a mush now everyone is like me you know but for all the mushes out there shout out to you <laughs> it's okay to have emotion um but yeah, it, it, it is. It is what it is. You know, it took a long time for me to hear God, you know, but I got a peace, you know, an inner peace about it. You know, even through my dry spells, my storms, he quenches my spirit. He'll quench your spirit, you know, and the first time I ever like really, truly broke down like real bad. And, you know, it was a major breakthrough for me. I was watching a sermon um, with T.D. Jakes. And, yeah, I got through the, you know, I got past the, you're loved and, you know, you can do this and you can do that. And, you know, I started really getting um, into the swing of things. But my biggest um, thing I need to deal with was my fear you know, fear of flapping my wings, fear of blooming, of, you know, and some people, they do it naturally on their own, you know, they're, they're able to just have a, a plan, they're able to, to do the, the mundane things in life, but for some, you know, for others, it's not easy, you know, and some people, they're born into being crippled by life. You know, so yeah, people, some people need help, but then you also have enablers, you know, that will enable and pacify your crippled state when not for nothing. All you needed was a little bit of training in in God's gym (laughs) and you could, you know, you good, you could soar, um, but you would never know how strong your wings are unless you get kicked out the nest, you know, and it's a scary thing. It's very scary, um, but it can be done. It can. Um, but yes, when I first broke down, T.D. Jakes was talking, and he literally looked at the camera, like in the camera. He does not do that. All, like he looks in the camera, but not dead in your like you could see him dead in your face type thing. He doesn't do that. Um, but he looked at you know at the camera and. He said, I understand, you know, I know you're scared and I'm scared too, you know, and that was the pivotal moment of my change. You know, it's, it's not the teachings, you know, it's, it's not someone you can go to church and that person's telling you, you need to do this, that, that have a whole bunch of bullet, uh, bullet point, you know, points for you to do a whole pie chart is how you are successful in life. And you can do that all you want to someone's blue in the face and that person will never get it. I think that, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I want to get so deep into psychology and be able to help people um, because it's not, it's not about what you know. It's about coming to that, the same person's level of understanding, you know, and literally just, you know, I get it. Dude, I get it. Mama, I, I, I get it. You know, 
people hold on to their emotions, they hold on to their to their vulnerability because it's hard to find people that truly understand it or just truly won't judge them, you know, and it's that's not easy. It's not easy to find. It's very it's rare to find someone that understands your 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 I wouldn't say it's your DNA markup, but just literally your markup of your personality, you know, how you react to things, what you love, what you dislike, you know, things like that. But someone truly gets it, that person is is spiritually there to be in your life. Don't ever, don't ever let them go. But when someone truly cares without judgment, that's the biggest gift you can give to somebody. You know, I don't care how you grew up or what you had to deal with. Not everyone is you, you know, and sometimes you you can give something back to that person or that person will give something to you. You never know who you meet and you never know what the outcome is. You, you meet somebody and you feel like, you know, that person could have a million dollars, you know, and they have so many things that they do know. And you meet that person and you end up leaving, changing them. Then they changed you. <laughs> you don't know, you know, but... It literally takes for you to take away that pride, take away that ego. You know, it, it's not about judging. It literally is, let me understand where that person's coming from. And it's almost like your inner child plays with their inner child. If you can get to that point where you're that nurturing, <laughs> And you let them, you let them open up and you truly become empathetic. And a lot of times that, that solves a lot of issues in this world. Can you become apathetic without judgment? That's hard for people, you know, and sometimes I, you know, I I do it too. You know, it's, it's human nature to classify it is human nature. <laughs> we love to put things in categories, you know, and that's where pretty much the caste system came into play. <laughs> it was built all up on classification, but we like to put things in boxes because our brains like to be organized. We don't like to be in chaos. Um, so we subconsciously automatic, it's like autopilot to do so that we'll put everything in a category. But if you're putting someone in a category and they're, they're lower than you or lower than your view, you will never get far. You will never get far. Um, it becomes superficial and the connection is now authentic. When you're able to just kind of bear it, you know, and just really truly um, talk to people without having to put your two cents or, you know, stuff like that. That's when magic happens. Jesus did not stay in the temple all day. He did not. He was chilling with the heathens, okay? Chilling with the heathens. But he was spreading that gospel. <laughs> I don't ever, can't be sitting there judging people. You know, so I smoke cigarettes, you know, and I ain't going to sit here and, and tell someone, well, you shouldn't be doing this. And you shouldn't do that because God said, I'm not doing all of that because that's not what God would have did. Seriously, I tell my story, you know, 
and tell them how God changed me and stuff like that. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, I'm better than you or this and that because I'm not. I truly ain't. You know, God could easily be like, I'm done with you for all the times that you do mess up my child. And that's it. That's it. That's the last thing I want. That is the last thing I want. If you can come down to the circle of somebody and, and not come, you know, and patronize them. Patronize them. Uh, patronize? Patronize? I'm not sure. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, but if you, you know, you're able to just be authentic with that person and really come open, open to learn something yourself, you know, and just enjoy the connection. It's... You never know who can break their mold, who can bloom. People, you know, they they may see potential in you. They may see that, you know, you could be so much more. But the truth is, you got to see that potential in yourself first. It just is what it is. But once you're able to love your quirks, you know, love your scars. You know, I have, I have scars. I have scars. But I'm appreciative of them. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't get them. I would never have gotten to this point if I didn't have my scars. So don't be afraid of your scars. Team, 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 team scars. <laughs> Like, and you're able to learn from them and you're, you know, you're able to empower yourself with it. You could go, you know, it, it'll work. It'll work out. God always has a plan. Even when you mess it up, you know, I done messed up my God's plan plenty of times and he had to reroute my behind back onto my highway. <laughs> Jumping off of exits. But anyway, uh, it, it, that's what it is. It, it is what it is. But if you feel a little bit thirsty, do know that God will quench that thirst. Okay? Just talk to him. I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna tell you a whole a whole list of what you gotta do. Just have a conversation with the things I said. Be open, be teachable, bear your soul, don't hide nothing. If you scared, you scared. If you angry, you angry. Just let it go. Let it go to him. And he will set a nice little blueprint for what you're supposed to do and not what you want to do. But yeah, I will see you guys next week. All right. Love you guys and have a blessed one.